Looking for work? Better pay? Better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Time now for Soccer City, right here on your home for Louisville City FC, ESPN 680-1057, and the ESPN Louisville app. Now, here are your hosts, Jeff Milby and Benton Newman. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome into Soccer City, presented by no one at this point. You can present it if you'd like to. Your advertising dollars at work right now, if you want to. Benton, any thoughts? We'll just put VamosMorados.com for is a placeholder. I love it, yes. Soccer City presented by VamosMorados.com. <laughs> it is a Thursday here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. You can join the show. Shoot us a text to the UPS Jobs text line 437-9680. I'm Jeff Milby. You just heard the voice of Benton Newman. Spencer Brown is our producer this afternoon, evening at this point. Thanks so much for joining us. We are thrilled to have you along. We have a... Really action-packed show. A lot of news, a lot of things happening in the course of the soccer season right now between Louisville City and Racing Louisville. we got games to preview. Louisville City at home this weekend in a championship game rematch against San Antonio. Last year's title game, Louisville City goes down 3-1 to one to lose the championship to San Antonio. Revenge on the line Saturday night at Lynn Family Stadium. 7.30, the kickoff. Tickets available at lucity.com slash tickets. 502 Lucity is the phone number. It's going to be college night. $5 student tickets for college students. Uh, you know it's going to be a great atmosphere when those college kids get into Lynn Family Stadium and given everything at stake. Uh, it's going to be a really fun night. You don't want to miss it. We're going to preview that game for you. We've got some big news for Louisville City's Josh Winder called up to the full U.S. Senior Men's National Team. How exciting is this? We're going to chat about that and break that down. We've got Racing Louisville. They're heading on the road for a couple of games. They are at, uh, at Angel City this weekend. Excuse me, on Saturday night. Before heading out to Portland next weekend, we will preview Saturday night's game and the road trip generally. And we've got a great guest lined up, Oliver Zimla, the rookie goalkeeper for Louisville City. He started the last couple of games, gotten a shutout in each of the last two games. Uh, a new face on the scene for Louisville City, and so far one that's played a big prominent role. He's going to join us at about 6.20 on the show. We are so, so thrilled that you're here uh, to hang out with us on this Thursday afternoon. So much to talk about. So, Benton, let's just jump right into it. Um, but let, we'd be remiss if we do not mention what Louisville City is doing in, in wake of Monday's tragedy in downtown Louisville. A blood drive is set for Lynn Family Stadium. Uh, a really cool thing that Louisville City and Racing Louisville Soccer Holdings is doing. It's going to be taking place this Saturday from 12 to 4 in the uh, at Lynn Family Stadium. You can park in the purple lot off of Adams Street. There is more information available on Lou City's website. Um, great to see Louisville City and Racing Louisville Soccer Holdings doing this, taking part in this, responding to this tragedy. Uh, just shows how much these clubs are part of the community, Benton. Yeah, I'm glad they're they're 
giving back and trying to help however they can. Also, both teams, I believe, will also be wearing armbands in, in commemoration for for the events that unfolded. Yeah, that, that'll be uh, something to see. And, and again, just to, goes to show how connected this organization is to this community. I mean, a, a terrible, terrible tragedy goes without saying, and, and it's affecting uh, really all of us across the city. Um, and if you want to give back in some small way, again, a blood drive this Saturday at Lynn Family Stadium, you can go to lucity.com uh, to find more information about that for how to do it, how to park, uh, and, and just what the process looks like generally. So that's coming up on Saturday afternoon between 12 and 4. Let's look ahead to, to Louisville City's game. But before actually we do that, let's look back a little bit. They're coming off of two straight wins against Lexington in the U.S. Open Cup last Wednesday and then on Saturday afternoon against Detroit City both one to nothing uh, wins the, the Detroit game was in league play uh, this is on the heels of two straight losses for Louisville City those two wins three to nothing to El Paso five to nothing to Sacramento on the road arguably the worst loss Louisville City has ever had by score it was the worst loss Louisville City has ever had so the question I have for you Benton after these two straight one to nothing wins over Lexington in the U.S. Open Cup and Detroit in the league is Louisville City back on track ahead of this championship rematch on Saturday night? I would say they're getting there. They certainly weren't perfect outings by any mean. Lexington is a League One club who it was their third professional match, yet we... I'm not going to say we struggled, but we you know, we barely got the 1-0 score line. I was a little nervy for a while, thinking that, oh my gosh, is this going to go to extra time? Simply because we can't score. We were dominating possession, getting all the opportunities in the world, just not making the most of it. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, they got the win. Huge morale boost moving on in the Open Cup, which we'll, we can talk about that a little bit more later. Um, then going on to play Detroit, I think that was an even bigger win because they arguably looked even more dominant against, a, I'd say, a better opponent. Getting three points in the league is absolutely huge, especially heading into this gigantic match this Saturday. Yeah, a huge match this Saturday. So, as you point out, good to just see Louisville City get a couple of good results. Uh, Back-to-back shutouts, back-to-back clean sheets, back-to-back victories um, against Lexington, who, as you point out, um, not the strongest team. Uh, They're still finding themselves, but it was... It was a bit of a hairy win for Louisville City. They had to clear one off the goal line in, in the third minute of stoppage time to avoid uh, letting Lexington tie the game and pushing it into overtime, potentially a penalty shootout if it, if it went further than that. Um, so just finding ways to win. That's, that's where Louisville City is right now. And, and you can't expect much more given what happened at Sacramento. They kind of have to hit the reset button a little bit, uh, and they've been able to do that pretty successfully uh, over the last couple of weeks. Um, let's get into the big news this week that came out for Louisville City. Just was announced... Was it yesterday? It feels like it's been a long week this yep. week for me. Yesterday, uh, that this news came out. Josh Winder is going to Team USA, the senior men's national team. They have a friendly and exhibition game coming up next week against Mexico, the arch rivals, the biggest game in North American soccer, U.S. versus Mexico. How exciting is this? The 17-year-old kid who is a future star already getting the chance even before his 18th birthday to represent the United States on the senior level. Uh, this is something that... Louisville City will have dreamed about since day one. The Louisville City fans will have dreamed about, you know, back in 2015, back in 2016, 17, looking around thinking, wow, maybe one day, maybe one day, one of our guys can represent the U.S. We've had it a little bit with Jonathan Gomez a couple of years ago. Uh, He'd already announced that he was going to move to Spain. It was in the offseason for Louisville City. Still technically counts as a Louisville City that got a cap with the U.S. men's national team, but doesn't quite feel to me anyway, Benton, maybe you disagree, but to me it doesn't quite feel as significant as the Josh Winder call-up. It is just 
humongous news. A Louisville native and Academy product. Just humongous news for the team that he is going to the senior men's national team next week. Yeah, I agree with you. It hits different when it's a when it's a local kid like this, a local product. And and you just think if if there wasn't a professional opportunity in town, like would he have gotten the same level of attention and gotten the same opportunity? You know, so I'm you know I'm really fortunate that he's gotten to do that. And quite frankly, shocked shocked in a in a good way. I didn't think it was going to happen this quickly. I knew he was definitely on that trajectory and might be in the mix for the uh, 2026 World Cup setup. But uh, to go ahead and get called up now and potentially go ahead and get his first cap, that caught me off guard. I'm I'm thrilled. Yeah, it's absolutely humongous news. Exciting news. I mean, there's always the outside chance with a a, a kid like Winder. Again, the reports are, this is not confirmed by anyone, but the reports heavily linking him to Benfica in Portugal in the summer after he turns 18 when the summer transfer window opens for Europe. He's likely to move on to Europe uh, for a hefty, hefty fee that's going to go into the pocketbooks of Louisville City, reported to be $1.5 million. Um, All that said, there's always a chance a kid with his potential could just blossom and blossom and blossom over the next couple of years and end up on a World Cup roster. And obviously, the officials and Anthony Hudson, the interim coach at US, U.S. Soccer, agree with that thought that maybe this kid could have an opportunity to represent the U.S. and play significantly for the U.S. in a few years' time. And they want to give him a look right now, give him the opportunity to come in and show what he has, even at the young age, the tender age of 17. Yeah, not only is this a vote of confidence in his growth and his progression, but I think it's also a vote of confidence in the league, right? They're not just looking at MLS clubs and the youth that they have, or, or just any player for that matter, or just in Europe. They, they view the level of competition as kind of a, enough if you will there so it wasn't kind of a, a negative factor in in his choice so I'm I'm happy to see that as well that that the USL players aren't getting kind of cut out simply because of the league that they're in and it shows the growth of the USL as well Again, Josh Winder just the third USL player to ever be called up to the senior men's national team Jonathan Gomez uh, one of the other two um, obviously it's very exciting for for Josh Winder himself just a young kid surely he's been dreaming about this moment for a long time Spencer you got that sound ready this is uh, Josh Winder talking to the media yesterday Yesterday, just about his general excitement um, about being called up to the senior men's national team. I mean, any any kid growing up uh, dreams of putting on the red, white, and blue. Here's what Winder had to say. No, it's been amazing. I mean, starting out here at Louisville City, playing in my hometown, now starting with the national team, and it moving this fast has been it's been crazy, but it's been amazing. I think it's just every kid's dream to play with their men's national team. Like, you can go to the 20s, but I don't think that can compare really to the environment or the, the style of play as, like, the men's national team. A couple of thoughts there. One, as he points out, this is his hometown team. He's a Louisville guy, uh, raised in the town, uh, went to Louisville City Games from day one. There's pictures of him in Louisville City Games as a little kid back in 2015. Um, what a cool story that is. And the other thing that he, that he mentioned there, the meteoric rise for him had not ever been called into a youth national team camp until last June. Uh, goes in and plays with the under-20s. Cap- captains the team against England last summer. Goes in uh, this spring, plays with the U-20s again uh, alongside Joe Go. Um, he has just risen almost out of nowhere. A couple of things with that. Maybe one, no one realized they needed to be looking in Louisville, Kentucky. Now they do because there's talent here and he is an example of it. Yeah, it's it's performances like his that are going to give other guys more opportunities. Like you said, they'll continue to look at places like Louisville here where we've already kind of, in our short history of having an academy, have a pretty good output thus far as far as players being able to produce at a professional level. 
Mario Sanchez, he's the Louisville City Academy director, uh, former interim head coach of Racing Louisville. Many fans may remember that. Uh, but he is the leader of the Louisville City and Racing Louisville Academies. Uh, he's been around the game in Louisville for a long time, was an assistant coach at UofL back starting in 2010. He's been in this community, in the soccer community for a long time, and he just has immense pride that Josh Winder has been called into the senior national team. It's, it's incredible. It really is. It's, it's why we do this. Um, I would speak for, you know, coaches for anywhere that especially do the youth side of it. You know what I mean? Because, again, people come to stadiums like this and they, they see the pros. But to see a kid, you know what I mean? And like you said, literally known him since he was, you know, six years old. Um, you know, again, the amount of pride I take, you know, for myself, but for everyone in this community that contribute to his success. It's, I hope, right, and I would really believe that everyone – you know what I mean, supports Josh and gets behind him and, and wishes him nothing but success moving forward. And then, you know what, we got to find the next one. You know what I mean, we can't just stop here, right? Again, our objective is to find the next one, and this should be um, another moment for the soccer community here that everyone and young kids and parents say, you know what, if, they can, if Josh can do it, you know, why not that next person? You know, and, and that's one thing we got to continue to do. And again, that's Mario Sanchez, the academy director for Louisville City and Racing Louisville. Um, it, it's just another byproduct of there being top-level professional soccer in more places that kids like Winder from places like Louisville, Kentucky, that previously, frankly, were overlooked by the national soccer scene. Uh, it seemed like forever that if you weren't from New Jersey or California, you weren't getting called up to the men's national team. That's starting to change because there are teams like Louisville City playing in stadiums like Lynn Family Stadium, existing in places like Louisville, Kentucky, when 15 years ago, none of that existed. None of that was true. Um, it's exciting to see. It's exciting for the future. We just had the Louisville City Academy uh, U19s go win the Dallas Cup, which is one of the most prestigious youth tournaments in the world. Uh, they went down and competed with teams from around the world and won the thing, the first team from Kentucky to ever win it at any age, at any level. Um, the future is bright. The roots of Louisville City are deep in this community. Uh, and Josh Winder is just, if, if the roots are deep, he's just one of the blossoming flowers at the top of the plant. Uh, there are going to be more flowers to come and more bright spots to come coming out of this academy. Yeah, just like Elijah, Carlos, him, also going through the academy and signing with the first team, his ascension to the national team kind of shows these young players what is possible through this academy and and it's you know it's pretty cool that we you know in ways trendsetters we weren't the first you know usl team to have an academy but we were one of the first to really have it take root as part of our core of the team and so now you're starting to see that spread throughout the country and like you said just these this platform is now developing for these young players and and I'm just I'm just so excited. The academy is one thing that really gets me me pretty amped about the soccer community that we have growing here. Is that that pipeline? Yeah, and it, it, again, it's going to be something to see over the years. And Josh Winder, he'll play, he'll suit up. Not necessarily play, but he'll suit up for the U.S. men's national team. Maybe play, hopefully play, next Wednesday night against Mexico. It is a game they're calling the Continental Classico. It is a an exhibition game, a friendly. It's. April 19th, next Wednesday night, 10 o'clock. It'll air on TV on TBS. You can also watch it on HBO Max. And maybe we'll see one of our own, one of Louisville City's own uh, suit up and, and see some time on the field in that game. So, again, next Wednesday night for that one. We're going to chat with our guest, Oliver Zimla, the rookie goalkeeper out of Marshall for Louisville City, who's made such a very big impact already on the young season. Back-to-back clean sheets, back-to-back shutouts for him. He is our guest. We'll chat to him after this break. You're listening to Soccer City here on ESPN 680-105 and the ESPN Louisville app. 
You're listening to Soccer City right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Benton Newman. Welcome back. Soccer City here on a Thursday evening. ESPN 680-1057. The ESPN Louisville app. The UPS Jobs text line is open. If you have questions for our guests, send them our way. 437-9680 is the UPS Jobs text line. 437-9680. We're getting you set for a couple of big games this weekend. One here in Louisville at Lynn Family Stadium. It is the championship game rematch. Lou City against San Antonio. And we will talk about racing Louisville's trip to Angel City coming up a little bit later in the show as well that Lou City game tickets available it is college night five dollar tickets for students go to lucity.com slash tickets or call 502 Lou City to get your seats right now uh, our guest tonight, Oliver Zimla. He is a rookie goalkeeper for Louisville City out of Marshall by way of Germany. Uh, he has started the last couple of games for Lou City. He's gotten back-to-back clean sheets, made an, a huge impact on the season already, and uh, he joins us by phone. How you doing, Oliver? Thanks for taking the time to speak with us. Hey, guys. How's it going? Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. We're doing well ourselves. Uh, great to have you. Great to speak with you. We're excited uh, for the conversation. Um, you know, you've kind of burst onto the scene a little bit. Maybe Louisville City fans would have expected to see Kyle Morton, Danny Fondez, two players that got a lot of experience in goal last year for Louisville City. But you've been able to find your way uh, onto the, the starting lineup. So, so tell us about uh, just generally how this season has gone for you and how you view uh, how things have unfolded for you this year. Yeah, so I came in a little later in preseason than all the other players uh, joined the team in Arizona. And I think we we are all good goalkeepers, a competitive group, we have a good goalkeeper coach. And um, I think it's... Sounds like he's... ...to play last week. Oliver, you're breaking up just a little bit. We're going to try to keep going with the conversation, but we may have to may have to have you call back in. Let's let's keep going though. Benton, you got a question? Yeah. So, Oliver, I mean, your first year as a professional, how's it been transitioning from the professional game versus the the college game? Has it been a big transition? Kind of more the same for you? What's that been like? It's definitely different, um, but in a positive way. It's more competitive. Struggling with the connection with Oliver. If you can hear us, Oliver, why don't you hang up and give us a call back just to see if maybe that clears it up because you keep dropping out on us every once in a while. So go ahead and uh, hang up and call back, and we'll, we'll see if we can get this interview back underway. Um, while we wait on that, Benton, uh, let's talk a little bit about the game on Saturday. A lot on the line. I mean, this oh, yeah. is revenge on the line for Louisville City. They were, in a lot of ways, embarrassed in my opinion in last year's usl championship final they were thoroughly outplayed from start to finish it was 3-1 could have probably been 4 or 5-1 um pride is on the line saturday to say the least yeah no i I absolutely agree i think both teams circled this game immediately on the schedule as soon it was released uh it's going to be a big one and um i'm you know i'm really glad that little city has a few wins under their belt heading into this one because it would have been very very different feeling going into it if we were on the same skid that we were in previously all right, we believe we have Oliver Zimla back on the line. Let's try it again. Hey, Oliver, we, you, you, we were asking you about uh, the transition from the college game to the professional game. How's that been going for you? Yeah. Just sounds like we're unable to keep our connection with Oliver Zimla, Louisville City's rookie goalkeeper. Um, let's, let's just go ahead and nix it. Or do you want to try again, Benton? What do you think? 
I don't know if it's going to resolve. Yeah. So uh, let's thanks for your time, Oliver. We appreciate it. Sorry that the connection wasn't. If you want to try to call back again, we'll try it again. Uh, but okay. it, it, it's just, oh wait, there he is. Are you still there, Oliver? Yes, I'm still here. Okay, we got you now. Live radio, huh? Yeah. Li- <laughs> welcome to live radio. Uh, please continue. Sorry, sorry for all the all the all the breakups. Please continue about transitioning to the pro game. Yeah, so as I said, it's a little bit different. Um, in college, you obviously play in, in front of less people most of the time. Um, and I feel like in the pros, it's more competitive. Um, and yeah, but it's fun. I, I like it. What's the atmosphere been like at, at Lynn Family Stadium? Because yeah, like you just mentioned before, a little, little less people in your, in your college days versus Lynn Family Stadium, which is probably one of the, the bigger stadiums in the league. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the stadium is amazing. Uh, I love playing there. I love seeing all the fans and the support is amazing. Um, and I mean, when we scored last Saturday, the the stadium went completely crazy. The atmosphere, and I enjoy playing in front of the fans. Oliver, uh, you're coming into a Louisville City team that uh, has a lot of veterans, a lot of experience, a lot of players that have been around and played with each other for a long time. Um, how's it been coming in as a, as a new player, as a, as a first-year pro? Has it been difficult to get to get yourself ingratiated to your teammates? Have they accepted you with open arms? How's that process been of just trying to acclimate yourself to a very experienced and veteran locker room? I would say the veterans are doing an amazing job. Um, they're all really open. They try to help you. They, Especially in the beginning, they try to make you welcome because they know everybody is an important part of the team and everybody can help in the long season. And I think it's, yeah, I'm, I feel really home here. I enjoy being with the veterans and taking their advice. And I think they do an amazing job leading us uh, towards success. Now, the back line has got a good bit of some solid experience um, in front of you. they got some good chemistry and whatnot going on. How much has that kind of helped you get assimilated into the, um, into the squad like, during play? Yeah, I mean, we, we did a really good job against Detroit, and the chemistry definitely helps having a total as an experienced player, um, really successful player in the league. Um, he kind of dictates the tone, and that helps a lot to to be clear to what we want to do, and I, I think we did a really good job of keeping that clean sheet. Talking with Oliver Zimla, the rookie goalkeeper for Louisville City, who started the last two games, got clean sheets in the last two games. Um, the other player that started in front of you on the back line, the center back at, at the center back position, Josh Winder. He got some big news just a couple of or yesterday, uh, where he was called up to the U.S. Men's Senior National Team. Obviously, a huge honor. Um, I, I know the relationship is probably still growing between you and him on the field uh, because he's been away with the national team, the youth national team, a couple of times. But what do you make of him? Uh, obviously, he's a rising talent, but what have you seen out of out of him from your spot uh, behind him in goal? Yeah, his presence is really amazing, really impressive. Um, I think considering that he's only 17 years old, it's really impressive how he performs on the field, how he, how he is, how he communicates, how confident he is himself in his quality. And I think he has a bright future for himself. Now, Looking forward to Saturday. Huge matchup. I'm sure you've, you're well acquainted at this point of, of what this means for the club. Um, can you talk to us about some of your preparations for that? I mean, it's pretty pretty lethal San Antonio team that's coming to town. Yeah, so we always do video and we try to um, yeah, understand what the team does and we try to, to see what their like patterns are, kind of, if you, if you can say that. 
Um, and I think we always do a good job of doing that review before the game to have an idea what we expect in the game. Um, and that's the same thing what we do every week, and that's the same thing that we do for San Antonio. And obviously there's a different um, mindset going to that game uh, because of what happened last year, and we definitely want to win even more on this, uh, this Saturday. And, yeah, I think we're well prepared, and we're excited to play on Saturday against San Antonio. Let's back up a little bit. We talked about, you mentioned in the preseason, you came in and joined the team while they were out in Arizona. Um, talk to us about how the process went. Uh, how did how did you find Louisville City? How did Louisville City find you? Um, how, how did the conversations go that eventually led to you coming and joining this team? So when I played for Marshall, um, I went to the MLS Combine, got drafted by the Colorado Rapids. Um, and I was with them for a month. Um, then, then they decided to not sign me um, and in the meantime I was already talking to Louisville because they showed interest um, and I was um, in constant exchange with our head coach Danny um, and once that happened and I, I always thought Louisville was a great option for me um, it went kind of quick to be honest um, and yeah like in a second I was in Arizona with the team and that was it was pretty quick yeah so but I'm happy to, to be with Louisville now. Now, what were some of the things that attracted you to uh, to Louisville? I think just the professionalism of the club, the training facility, the stadium, also the culture of the team in the locker room, um, what the coaches offer you, uh, the platform that, that you have on playing on this level, also the fans, uh, the amazing support, and yeah. It's a long list and everything kind of, yeah, confirmed. Um, and I think it's an amazing club. Talking with Oliver Zimla, Louisville City's rookie goalkeeper. You were a national champion uh, at Marshall. Um, tell us about that run. What do you remember about it? Maybe what's your, your favorite memory? And, and then also, what does that experience give you now coming into the professional game, having you know won a, a major championship at the college level but still a national title? Um, how does that experience play into to your mindset as, as a pro now? Uh, yeah, it's a great memory, to be honest. It was a fun time that we had there. Um, that was the year after, or like even in COVID. So the tournament was played in North Carolina in a bubble. So we were there for three weeks, three and a half weeks. And the best memory was basically to be with the team the whole time, stay in the hotel, stay in the same place. It was kind of like vacation and playing every now and then against the team and winning and moving on. So there was a really fun time for all of us. And I really enjoyed my time there. Um, and for your question, what, what I can take away from that experience um, I would say just being locked in and trying to keep that clean sheet or trying to, to be um, really well organized in defense and going from there was something that helped us a lot and I think that's something that helped us this past weekend as well against Detroit we were really well organized defensively hard to break down and then you nick in uh, a goal really late and then you win the game and that's kind of similar to what we did with Marshall in that tournament and I think that's um, really important 
One more for you, Oliver, and then we'll, we'll let you go. And we appreciate your time. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, you know, we talked about you coming into this veteran team. We talked about the veteran back line. Uh, we, we touched on it a little bit with, with Danny Fondes and Kyle Morton. Um, but what's the competition like between the three of you guys? I know there have been some injuries maybe that have kept some guys, you know, out of the, out of the competition. Um, but, but given what you've shown this year and given what those two guys showed last year, I think Louisville City fans are pretty confident, no matter who is the starting goalkeeper, that they're going to have a solid performance back there so what's the competition been like between the three of you uh for, for that goalkeeper spot uh, i think it's a great competition we we also have a great goalkeeper coach who pushes us every day as you said it really matters who plays um, and then he is just coming back from injury i think he, he got cleared one or two weeks ago um kyle had an injury with um like a concussion so that's when I jumped in and yeah I think as you said it's a really good competitive environment and whoever gets the call and whoever wears the number one shirt on the weekend I think is performing well and yeah I think it makes it harder for Danny to decide who's playing but I think it also helps us individually to keep pushing each other um, and yeah trying to be the best version of yourself every single day well, Oliver, thanks so much for your time. Really enjoyed talking to you. Uh, congratulations on, on the success you've had already as a pro with Louisville City. Uh, continued wishes for success, and then obviously good luck on Saturday against San Antonio. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, and have a great evening. That's Oliver Zimla, the new goalkeeper for Louisville City. Um, you know, it, we, we just talked about it with him, but I'll, I'll pose the question to you. I think Louisville City fans, based on what they've seen, uh, between all three goalkeepers over the last year and, and now into this season, they're going to be pretty confident no matter who's back there. Danny Fondes has played in big games in the playoffs last year. Kyle Morton was arguably the best goalkeeper in the league last season. And now Oliver Zimla has played three times this year and has looked really solid. Uh, I mean, made some big saves and had a couple of clean sheets. Yeah, I think by and large, the goalkeeper position has been one area that we've always been really good with. You know, think back, you got guys like Greg Renjitsky and uh, Kyle Morton. Ben Lunt. We've had a lot of great keepers back there. Now we have three. If you start any of them, I'm feeling very comfortable. You know, Danny put on quite a performance last season. We know what Kyle Morton's about, and Oliver Zemmel's already kind of proving his worth. Yeah, absolutely. Deepest uh, we've ever been. I, I, would, I would agree with that. Certainly the deepest goalkeeping core they've had. I mean, they, in years past, there have been multiple goalkeepers that have been able to play, uh, but I can't remember them ever being so being three deep. We're all, all, starter all three quality. goalkeepers are yeah, yeah. absolutely start, starter quality. And Danny Cruz, the Louisville City head coach, a conversation I had with him uh, early on in the year, he, he kind of said similar things, that he believes in Oliver Zimla. He, he's very excited about his future, uh, and obviously that's been on display a couple of times already this year. And one thing that Coach Cruz has often commented on is, is about competition in practice and when you have that many starting caliber goalkeepers it's only elevating that level of competition it's going to bring out the best for the team so I think we're in a, we're in a very good spot as far as goalkeepers um, go and really good stuff there from Oliver. Thanks so much to him for taking the time Absolutely. to join us. Uh, UPS Jobs text line is open, 437-9680. You can give us a shout. Hit us up on Twitter, at Soccer City Radio, at Purple SDF, at Jeff Milby. We were having the conversation while we were having those connection issues, Benton, about this game on Saturday. Uh, Oliver pointed to it. Uh, even though he wasn't a member of this team last year, uh, you could tell when he was speaking about it the the intensity that's surrounding this game with Louisville City against San Antonio, a rematch of last year's USL Championship final. Danny Cruz told me in the preseason this is the game he had circled on the schedule, one of the couple games he had circled on the schedule. Obviously, pride is on the line um, after that loss last year. 
it's going to be a really, really intense game, I think, on Saturday. One of the more intense games that we've seen already this season. It's going to be a night game for the first time at Lynn Family Stadium this year. Again, it's college night, $5 tickets for students. Uh, if you want to come out, um, and when we get those college kids out there, the atmosphere is always just a little bit that much more intense and that, that much more excited. Um, it's going to be one of the games of the season, potentially. It'll be a memory that Louisville City fans can, can file away and go back to uh, after this game, uh, depending on how the result is. It's going to be really competitive, I think. I don't think I'm out over speaking too much saying is this a potential you know, f- finals that we're going to see again this season? It's a huge matchup. There's not going to be any hardware on the line, but they're sure as heck going to play like it. It's going to be the kind of matchup where the thinnest of margins are going to separate these two teams. It's going to be for whatever team can make the fewest mistakes. If Louisville City can continue on their trajectory of getting back to what they what they have been in the past, you know, aside from that skid, um, I think they're going to put up a really good fight. Um, you know, I was I like to look at the betting odds just to get an idea of see what what some smarter I'm people, with you. yeah, I'm smarter with you. math people are thinking than than myself. And we actually have a, have the slight advantage to San Antonio. I'm sure being at home helps, but you know, given last uh, season's result, I wasn't so confident that was going to be before I looked it up. But uh, but we're we're technically the favorites. Yeah, I, th- I think the home advantage will be significant. I mean, last year we heard stories uh, from from Danny Cruz and. Louisville City organization, the staff around the team, the traveling down to San Antonio for the championship final was difficult. Uh, you know, just there's no direct flight from Louisville to San Antonio. They had to kind of meander their way down there with with some connecting flights and some some bus trips. Um, I would imagine it'll be a similar story for San Antonio coming to Louisville. Uh, the fans are going to be great on Saturday night. Uh, you know, it's a long distance to travel for San Antonio. Um, so there, there's a lot of factors that go into why Louisville City might well be favored in the game. Yeah, I mean, we certainly had our excuses for last season. I mean, you know, the travel component, our team was pretty banged up, etc. But I think one of the bigger things heading in this one is going to be the tactical side of things. I think, you know, last match I think they just got the better of us tactically and you know it's one thing looking at game film of an opponent and kind of planning for what they're going to play it's another having played it so I'm really curious to see how our team lines up and approaches their team having one match with them under our belt already I think that could really change things so I'm really curious on that yeah it really was a clash of styles last Mm -hmm. year if you're not a soccer fan if you're listening to us on ESPN 680 and you're, you're not necessarily as plugged into soccer as a lot of people are uh, last year was a defined clash of styles. Two teams that think about the game in two completely different ways. Louisville City likes to high press. They want to get in your face. They want the ball. They want to play with possession when they have the ball. San Antonio, the opposite approach. They're going to sit back and defend, and when they do win the ball, they're going to break on you, counter on you immediately, try to get to the other end of the, of the field in a flash, and they were able to do that uh, with a ton of success. I mean, Louisville City had the ball at their feet, but they really were not very threatening. It was almost like a rope-a-dope. Think about Muhammad Ali, the rope-a-dope. He's just leaning up against the ropes, taking punches, and then when the opening is there, he hits you with a haymaker. That's what San Antonio did last year, and while they're, the, the team has changed a little bit, some of the faces are gone, Sam Mula Dinaran, uh, the starting forward last year for them. He's gone, moved up to MLS. He's gone. The, some of the faces have changed in the lineup, but the coach remains the same. The style remains the same. Many of the faces remain the same, and we can expect to see that similar sort of rope-a-dope attitude, especially on the road, I would think, Saturday. Yeah, it's hard to understand how weird of a team San Antonio is, right? If you look at any sort of statistics, they are like, it's, it's just kind of the opposite of what you would expect. Possession near the bottom, like shooting opportunities near the bottom, but they still find ways to win. They have a very unique style and I still think a lot of teams are trying to figure it out, us included. So that's why this is going to be a super interesting match to kind of see what do we do against it? How do we approach it? Do we do something different? You know, 
So I'm, you know, I can't wait for Saturday. Yeah, it, it's going to be phenomenal. San Antonio undefeated, by the way, to this point in the season. Uh, they've got three wins in league play and two ties in league play. They also won their U.S. Open Cup game. Uh, so a lot on the line Saturday night, 730 at Lynn Family Stadium. Tickets available, lucity.com slash tickets or 502 Lou City. It's going to be college night. There's lots of promotions going on around the game. And again, $5 tickets for college students. And if you can't make it out, tune in to us here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app, 715. Our pregame coverage will begin with me and Casey Whitfield. we got a commercial break to go to. When we come back, we'll talk about racing Louisville, their road trip. They're heading out to L.A., a place where they won last year, and also Portland next week. That's a much more difficult proposition against the defending NWSL champs. But there is a chance for, uh, for racing Louisville to go out there and get at least one victory. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's Soccer City here on ESPN 680, 105.7 and the ESPN Louisville app. I think so. I mean, for for a, a young group of players and and also a new, more not new team anymore. But every time when you win that kind of games, it helps you. It's about to find experience and also to to have that in your mind when you arrive to LA. That we have been here. We won here last year. We know that we did it last year. We can do it again. So of course it helps. Yeah. That's Racing Louisville head coach Kim Bjorkegren talking about last year's Racing Louisville win at Angel City in Los Angeles. Uh, it was 3-1 to one on September 25th, one of the last games of the year last season. Uh, and really one of the most memorable Racing Louisville wins ever. Uh, Angel City, a team that absolutely packs the house. They average... Uh, close to 20,000 fans. They sell the stadium out frequently. That was the case last year when Louisville, uh, when Racing Louisville went on to the West Coast. They quieted the crowd. They scored a couple of late goals, including, uh, in my view, one of the one of the more exciting goals they've ever scored, uh, if memory serves. And uh, that's one of the, the reasons for optimism heading into this season at large, that, that Racing Louisville kind of got the momentum swinging behind them. Uh, but also then, as we've established on the show over the course of the year so far, a ton of new talent coming into Racing Louisville. So they're back where they've had success again on Saturday night. 10 o'clock kickoff on Saturday night, Racing Louisville at Angel City. You can watch it on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, and before we dive into the game, Benton, let's talk about a little news that was made this week by Racing Louisville. You're not going to have to watch every game on Paramount+. Plus, because Racing Louisville has signed a local TV deal with uh, Wave TV. They're going to air three games on Circle, which is Wave's companion station. Uh, great to see. Great to see Racing Louisville getting on local airwaves for the first time ever. Uh, some new fans maybe will be able to watch for the first time without having a subscription to Paramount+. Plus. Uh, it, it's a positive move for the team. I am so excited about this. You know, putting the games behind a paywall, sure, you're going to get your, your already avid fans going to be paying for for that, being able to watch the matches. But the casual person who's going to tune in, they don't have that opportunity with the NWSL matches, with these Racing Louisville matches. Now they do. And I think that's a big part of this fan base growing because one day, you know, there's going to be somebody who's not a big soccer pl- um, person turning this on, watching it, and maybe falling in love, and all of a sudden they're attending all the, all the games and whatnot. So this is a big milestone achievement. I'm glad that the, uh, they were able to kind of work things out and get a, get a deal across the line. So those games will be on Circle. Uh, That is Wave's companion station. You can watch it over the air 
on Wave 3.3. If you have Spectrum Cable, it's Channel 193. And if you have Dish Network, it's Channel 370. And that'll be in addition to a couple of games that racing will have on network television on CBS and also the CBS Sports Network. So in total this year, coming up beginning April 22nd at Portland, there will be seven games over the course of the regular season uh, in which you can watch Racing Louisville on regular old TV without any subscription to any subscription service like Paramount+. Plus. So again, the first time uh, that you can see Racing Louisville on regular TV will be next Saturday at Portland, a 10.30 p.m. kickoff on the 22nd. Let's go back to the game, though, coming up Saturday night. Uh, again, 10 o'clock this Saturday night at Angel City. Uh, we just heard Kim Bjorkegren. There's some confidence in this team that they can go in there and replicate the sort of performance that they had last season. And that confidence is based on a couple of strong performances in their first two games. Look, they haven't won yet through two games, but they were arguably the better team down in Houston in the season opener. A 0-0 tie, probably a fair result. Then last week, or two weeks ago now, because they were off last week for the international break, against the Washington Spirit at Lynn Family Stadium in the home opener, they gave up a couple of early goals in the first half, but then were dominant in the second half. They they scored early, scored in the 46th minute, I think it was, or the first couple of minutes of the second half to make it 2-1. And then Ari Borges scored uh, a phenomenal top 10, sports center top 10 worthy goal to make it 2-2. Um, there's some momentum behind this team right now. They're bringing players back from the international break, getting players back acclimated to the team after going and starring with their national teams uh, last weekend. But there's a lot of belief in this racing Louisville team that they can do this on the road at Angel City and come out with all three points. Yeah, I think last season going there and getting any sort of points was a treat, right? It wasn't something expected, but if we got it, we were going to be happy and thrilled about it. And I think that was what part of made last year's win there so memorable. This year, it's a different ballgame. I think it's fair to ex- expect or you know demand some points there. You know, you want to at least get one point for a draw, if not a win. Uh, I don't think that Angel City has upgraded at all. In fact, maybe they've backslid a little bit. So I I totally think that points are on the table here. Yeah, Angel City, a team uh, right now, it's very early in the season, but they're sitting on three points. That's good for sixth in the standings. They kind of stole a win at Orlando in their last time out, Angel City. Uh, they are a team that has got a rookie star, Alyssa Thompson, the first overall pick in the last year's NWSL draft. She is an absolute sensational player and certainly a dangerous player that racing Louisville will need to watch uh, and keep an eye on. But overall, I think it's safe to say that racing Louisville has as much talent as Angel City, if not more talent than Angel City. Yeah, so for some context, I'm pulled up 538 here, and they have Angel City slightly behind racing. There you go. So. I mean, how often have we really been able to say that uh, over the last couple of years for Racing Louisville? Yep. Not to mention that Angel City, they are one of the headline-making teams in the NWSL because of the fans that they pack into the stadium, which is now BMO Stadium, as we discussed, Benton, instead of Bank of California Stadium. They get almost 20,000 fans a game. Uh, they've got lots of headlines off the field. Natalie Portman, celebrity ownership. Mia Hamm, I think, is an owner of the team as well, former soccer legend. Um, there's just lots of off-the-field excitement, but they've really yet to get the product uh, right on the field. And that win for Racing Louisville last year virtually eliminated Angel City from the playoffs last season. So there's something on the line for them as well. Uh, Kim Bjorkegren, he's got a game plan for this game. Uh, Again, with a team full of new talent, full of international talent for Racing Louisville. Here's what Kim Bjorkegren had to say about how his team is going to approach this game. We really want to control the game in LA. I think that's going to be important. So it's not about to, to play defense and take... Uh, one point we're going to do everything we can to win the game there uh, and do it with uh, our way to play not focus too much uh, and think about the uh, opponents instead think about ourselves 
So there you have it. That's Kim Bjorkgren. He's saying that he believes his team has what it takes to go in and get all three points. That's the expectation. Um, and they're not even really overly concerned with Angel City. They're focusing on themselves, which is a, a position of confidence. And I think it's deserved right now for Racing Louisville. Yeah, and I still think we're playing with a little bit of an advantage, given that since we have so many new players, there's still only, what, two games of, of film that Angel City can can go back to and look at some of these new pieces that we have on our team. So, you know, still a few questions marks surrounding us as far as what they can expect from us not not a complete mystery but small sample size for them so I think that plays in our favor a little bit and getting all three points in this game is very important given the stretch that race uh, that racing Louisville is about to go on uh, they've got a very winnable game in Angel City but then they head to Portland Portland a super dangerous team uh, Sophia Smith uh, one of the rising stars in the game for the U.S. Women's National Team she was the MVP of last year's NWSL title game which they won they're the defending champs Providence Park another of the best atmospheres in all of American soccer and that is also true on the women's side of the game with the Thorns uh, as well as the Timbers their men's team up there uh, that's going to be a difficult one even even though racing Louisville is improved even though we have hopes that this is a playoff team and maybe even expectations that this is a playoff team that's going to be a, a hard one to win if they come out with a point I think everyone will be thrilled but that's why this game Saturday night is all the more important because they need to get all the points that they can every opportunity that there is to gather more points to make a push to the playoffs uh, so very important and it's certainly a chance to take all three points Saturday night yeah first off Portland uh, I mentioned 538 before they're at the top of the list that's that's going to be much more of an uphill battle to face but it'll be a good test to kind of see where this team's at against such a strong opponent and two can we talk about how cool Portland Portland Stadium is it's so charming I think it was a converted baseball stadium and not like not like Al Lang not like Tampa Bay Rowdy's thing they've done it right they've done it right properly a little bit more money invested there has so much charm it's such a cool venue one place I'd like to go see a game I'm I'm 100% with you it's like a hundred year old stadium uh, if you look it up Uh, it's been around since the 20s they've hosted football they've hosted baseball they've hosted soccer and now it's been completely converted uh, to soccer with a a really interesting four-tier stand on the far side that the camera catches uh, it is one of the premier. It's a cool setup. It's it's one of the premier atmospheres and premier stadiums uh, in American soccer, and it's just it's just cool to see. First of all, racing Louisville play there, but I'm, I'm with you 100. percent That would be a, a, a definitely a destination uh, spot for me as well. Uh, again, that game coming up Saturday night, racing Louisville on the road at Angel City. Uh, 10 o'clock kickoff for that one. Your next opportunity to see Racing Louisville at Lynn Family Stadium. They're not home until the end of the month. April 29th is the game uh, in which they return home. They will face another top quality team in the NWSL, O.L. Reign. Some World Cup champions on their team, Rose Lavelle, Megan Rapino, mega stars in soccer, mega stars in women's soccer. Uh, they are coming to town again April 29th. That is a 7.30 kickoff at Lynn Family Stadium, RacingLouFC.com slash tickets. 502 Lou City is the phone number. And while you're there, you might check out season tickets for both Racing Louisville and Louisville City. They come at very affordable prices. And Benton, if you are a season ticket holder, you get inside looks into the team like tactic sessions with the coaches, which you were a part of because you were a season ticket holder. Yeah, season ticket holders, you get a bunch of different perks. They uh, they try to put together a lot of events, and I know they got a lot of things planned for this season, one of which were these tactical sessions, which I didn't know what to expect. So I signed up, went ahead and attended. It's pretty, dang, pretty darn cool. You know, you get to see the whole, whole training facility. They take you around 
around, show you where you know all the locker rooms, uh, where the players are working out, just kind of how they live their lives, their their day to day throughout the week there. And then uh, you get to go into the actual film room where the players review film, and with somebody with a the club, they're kind of going through and talking through the ethos of the club and, and some high level tactic stuff. Um, it doesn't get too in the weeds, so if you're not somebody who gets too uh, too into the X's and O's, it's not overwhelming, and it's also cool opportunity to ask kind of a lot of questions in here, a lot of really neat insight. So I had a lot of fun checking it out. It was a really cool opportunity. And they had a lot of response for these sessions. So I imagine that there's going to be other ones on there. So keep it on your email. You have an opportunity to sign up for future sessions if you didn't get in the first ones. Yeah, and it's one of those things we see it in other sports in the area. You know, we see like coaches clinics with U of L coaches and with UK coaches. John Calipari does a, a clinic very frequently for the University of Kentucky. I'm sure Jeff Brom will have something similar now that he's the U of L football coach. Uh, so it's a way for racing Louisville to one and Louisville City to make uh, one a little more value for your season ticket. You get a little little peeks inside behind the curtain about how it works, um, and it also you know spreads knowledge of soccer. We have a, a very knowledgeable soccer fan base here in Louisville, uh, but spreading knowledge and, and growing that knowledge base is always important um, and so it's just such a cool thing and such a cool value for season ticket holders it's kind of neat when we started kind of talking when we when everybody realized that, that that the registration was open for it we had a little discourse online on, on the twitter about it and um, you know there was a lot of people from other clubs tagging their clubs like hey can we do something similar so Pretty uh, pretty cool to see that we were kind of on the forefront of a uh, neat opportunity like that. Again, lucity.com slash tickets, racingloufc.com slash tickets. The phone number is the same for both, 502-LU-CITY. Get your season tickets. Get your t- uh, seats for Saturday night, Louisville City hosting San Antonio. Let's circle back to that game as we wrap up the show here, Benton. A huge one on the line for Louisville City. Championship game rematch. Um, and Louisville City continuing to try and battle back to full strength, full health. The injuries have been a huge issue over the first month and a half of the season first couple of months of the season now uh, but they're getting some guys healthy yeah so what I'm told is Ray Serrano Wes Sharpie and Cameron Lancaster all upgraded to questionable great news to hear not so great news is Jorge Gonzalez is now downgraded back to questionable status so as far as I'm aware nobody officially out but uh, a few guys making some forward progress one guy going backwards it's always a battle. There's always somebody on that list, unfortunately. But, but again, this is the, the importance of there being depth in the Louisville oh, yeah. City team. We've, we talked to Oliver Zimla earlier in the show. He, for all intents and purposes, was expected to be the third goalkeeper when he signed. And he's come out because of injuries, but also because of just his talent and his ability to make an impact. He's come in and become the starting goalkeeper for Louisville City over the past couple of weeks and has performed well. So having depth is important, and Louisville City's injuries have certainly tested that. I think I might get this number wrong, but I believe the number is we've played 23 different players, which is the most in the uh, the U.S. So I do know it's the most. I just don't know about the specific number. But again, testament to our depth. That's something we continue to brag about, how how deep our roster is. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate we've had to put it to the test so early on. But... Glad that it's there. Glad that we have that. Let's circle back as we wrap up the show. Josh Winder called up to the U.S. men's national team. He's going to suit up for the red, white, and blue next Wednesday night against Mexico in Glendale, Arizona at the Arizona Cardinals Stadium. My question to you, Benton, do we see Josh Winder play in that game? I don't think he'll start, but um, I'm optimistic that he'll get an appearance off the bench. Certainly would be really, really cool to see a Louisville City player with that USA crest over his heart. Yeah. 
hitting the field would be a really exciting thing to see. I'm going to stay up and watch it just in case. Yeah, it's going to start at like 1020. It's a little too late for my blood, but I'm going to stay up too. I'm going to need a coffee for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll do it for us. Uh, Lou City at home on Saturday night, 730 against San Antonio. LouCity.com slash tickets. Racing Louisville at Angel City, 10 o'clock kickoff on Saturday night. You can watch it on Paramount+. Plus. Thanks to Spencer for being our producer tonight. This has been Soccer City here on ESPN Louisville. Listening to Kentuckiana's ESPN 680, WHBE Newburgh and 1057 WHBE FM Eminence Frankfurt. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, Come on, muscle through it. But then also say, Hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start, before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com.